Let's do it. All right. Okay. <clears throat> I can hear you guys really well. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I know, right? I can. I can hear you guys. Him. Hot. Uh. As in, like smoking. So I we're here. Uh, recording a podcast again. This is our second episode. I'm already sick. <laughs> <laughs> we're anyway. both we're both sick. It's the sick cast with yeah. the Graham cast. <laughs> this is Otto Kite. And this is Osawamali. You're listening to the sick cast. This is the sick cast. <laughs> sick We we okay. have a guest. <laughs> we have a guest. Yeah, tonight. but this part will be edited out because I wanted to naturally bring him in like a very well lubed baby <laughs> what? into the world. Why? <laughs> Babies are always very well lubed. Yeah, well, you gotta get it ready, that's, right? That's quite an it's, analogy. It's, it's, a, it's an initiation thing. You don't want to yeah. just oh hi guys, I'm here. You know, you gotta bring the hospital and then put them in the bathtub with oh, water yeah, and warm yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. emerge into the world. That's a ceremonial <laughs> thing, you know. You, you can't gotta, just dry birth them. Yeah, yeah. No. That, that's giving uh, birth. Lots of to, chafing if you do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To this whoever is already <laughs> contributing to our voice stream. <laughs> yeah, who is this mystery man? Well, well I don't, probably. I don't know. So let's do some tiny catch up. Sure. What happened, uh, also, Emily? Oh, uh, what happened about what? I mean, I, I got all my gear set up, and <laughs> then I got horribly sick. I lost yeah. all my voice. We both, well, we both got horribly sick. Yeah, I think you got sick first. I did not make you sick, bro. Okay, so I, I just wasn't chill. even suggesting that. All right, I'm but gonna say. I'm just gonna say. I'm just saying that the the disease is in the air. Okay, 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 okay. The disease is in the air. This is the irony because you were both sick and you're spreading your germs, but I'm not going to catch any of it. I know because you're Australian, right? Yeah, yeah. he's not going to get sick. Yeah, why are we talking to a person before <laughs> you even introduce him? Okay, okay, Jackie, please introduce your friend who's an amazing artist. Oh, I you. just saw his work five minutes ago, and it is great. Yeah. So <laughs> today we have a very special guest, and his name is Luke Fresher Luke. That's right, Fresher Luke. Look for him on Tumblr. <laughs> a very, very awesome, awesome artist who did a comic book called Bikini Cowboy. That's the one. I know him through Thursday night drinking draw. Every time after my Disney work, I would go hang out with a bunch of people and Luke is always there. And he has a very <coughs> distinguished speech impediment. <laughs> so it's not an Im- it's not an impediment; it's an accent. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, was, I was born with a jacket. Sorry, it's, it's a it's a very 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 cool acne scent. Acne scent. Acne scent. And and I have received throughout the years. Sometimes we talk, sometimes we don't, because he has his own adventure somewhere. Wait, yeah, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait! How long have you known him for? Uh, couple, a couple of years. Yeah, now. you're talking about him like you've known him for like twenty years. Well, well sometimes friendship is like that. Yeah. Oh, it's like you went into Baby. like a microchasm. Sure level of good friendship is i can barely remember when we first met it's like yeah. you've kind of always been there you know yeah i know it's Aww. weird like you are the person break the facade of australian friend oh okay <laughs> like have you had mostly bad australian you, no, friends no no not really like i had another australian friend a friend of a friend paul robinson he does a lot of pixel animations but oh yeah yeah I he's think way he, more chill and laid back he doesn't really talk as much oh yeah, yeah. so but you definitely gave the meaning mate a new, <laughs> a new layers to me yeah, personally yeah, so yeah. that was really cool so now now he's your mate yeah so. he's yeah. my mate Aww. did I say it right I don't know you did say it right okay Good that's work. very sweet yeah let's go buy a knife <laughs> <laughs> way to go Jackie just keep making those uh, uh, stereotypes sorry sorry I'm so horrible hey I was born in China so 
stereotype. You're, you're gonna hear me like making like Chinese. <laughs> yeah, stereotype is yeah, really, really big thing. Because if I do, cool. I'd be like racist, right? Yeah, it's like white guy picking on the Asian. Yeah, right? kind of. Yeah. yeah, that's racist. <clears throat> totally racist. I guess I got the extra discount. Good work. That's Asian. Oh, all right. <laughs> Double standard. How's the okay. in? Anyway. Anyway. So you, you want to talk about his work maybe a little bit? Oh, uh, sure. sure. <laughs> what do you want to uh, know? Uh, that's a... Well, that's the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Why, why the you, end. Why, why don't you tell us a little bit uh, about how you started and how you end up here? And Oh, shit. It's not official at all. You can start from wherever you want. Well, yeah. where, sh- where should I start? That's a long story. Let's see. How about cut it short? Like, let's just say, how did you end up in LA? That's a long story. That's a long story, too? It's a okay, long How did story. you end up in my house today? Uh, we were having uh, dinner at this awesome Korean place. Mm-hmm. You said, hey, you want to talk on this podcast? And I said, yeah. Yeah, you're so enthusiastic about it. I <laughs> yeah. was surprised. Are you a fan of podcasts generally? Uh, I mean, if they're good podcasts, yeah, like. Does, does this count as a, a good podcast? Right now it does, yeah. Yeah! Woo! Yeah, Jackie! Woo. High five! High yeah. five. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we did it, guys. We well, I mean, it. you know, like, <laughs> I know some other people who do other podcasts, and it's just like they're just sitting around talking about current events, and they don't really contribute anything. Mm-hmm. Boring. They're just like, well, this happened, and this happened. I'm like, well, yeah, you're right, it did. Uh, mm-hmm. You're going to add any new perspective to it? Nope. Yeah. Just going to get everything <laughs> we got off the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Or is this is like good? It's like everyone's just. <laughs> this is like. Uh, I think this is what podcasts really should be more about. Yeah, it's more intimate. Yeah, and I give you a very intimate mic, so you can sound really good. <laughs> they're be, they're being very in- intimate right now. They're yeah. holding each other. Actually, uh, totally. it's very sweet. Like you should have seen where my hand is right now. It's it's going Quiet lower. Jack. It's going lower. Quiet. Oh boy! <laughs> See, that's the beauty. You of- guys want me to leave? <laughs> no, that's the beauty of podcasts. You can just let the imagination run wild because there's no video Wait, so the audio right. has to be the top notch quality Wait, yes Jackie Shh. Oh, no. <laughs> let's be quiet it's now. okay it's okay Jackie. I'm gonna leave you're gonna make me cough <laughs> no, no no coughs Jackie that just, was a candid cough too just so <laughs> still getting over sickness just oh, sleep Jackie. I know just sleep. we're both mm-hmm. very ill Luke is not ill however and but he does have some ill art skills oh, oh. skills are ill <laughs> ready to kill oh yeah. Skills to pay the bills? <laughs> no. Nice. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and currently, you're working on being Puppycat as a freelancer, correct? Yeah. I just handed in the thumbs today to Nat, uh, Natasha Allegri, creator, and also a good friend. I think it's like the first half of the last episode for the first season. Mm-hmm. Feeling pretty good about it. Um, mm, cool. She seemed to like it, so nice. hopefully everyone will like it. They seem to like the last one I did. So, as a guy working on a show that seems kind of, um, you know, girly. Girl- girly and cute. I mean, what's that like? Is it is it sort of uh, it's interesting no, for you? Or like? I I mean, I like it. It's no different for me. Mm-hmm. Growing up, I liked all kinds of animation. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I watched Robotech, but I also watched Sailor Moon. Oh, that's cool. Um, I love Sailor Moon. I think it's an amazing cartoon, and just the characters so animated. The girls are just like they have their own personalities and they have like lots of character to them. And, uh, not a lot of people expect that from me because I'm like the six foot tall <laughs> Aussie bloke. You're very yeah. intimidating. I know. I, I come across <laughs> as intimidating sometimes, and that's just because like when you're growing up uh, in rural Australia and you're a skinny, you know, lanky fella who's like surrounded by all these, you know, like uh, beefy dudes, really beefy guys. <laughs> 
You laugh, but it's serious. <laughs> you know, people would try and pick a fight with me because obviously I'm taller and it's like, you know, oh yeah, if I can take this guy down, then I'm fucking... The ultimate it- Australian. Well, I'm not the ultimate Australian. It's, it's more like a confidence boost for them, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I had to learn to um, have my scary face on mm-hmm. uh, just so pe- when people would look at me, they'd think twice because I don't want to fight. Yeah. You know, like... No, all- you're a lover, not a fighter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're a drawer. I mean, like, because I've been, I've been in lots of fights mm-hmm. and it's not... Nobody wins in a fight. <laughs> and plus also, I don't... My arms aren't built for it. I got skinny arms and uh, it's, it's all on my legs. Yeah. I guess the benefit of being tall is I can reach all the things you little people can't. Hey, who are you calling it, little, man? Everyone's. I've got a big spirit. <laughs> yeah. I, the, the big, only, big spirit ain't gonna get yeah. that coffee off the top shelf. <laughs> I think the only thing that stopped me from going to Australia is not just the beefy guys. I, I, I'm really afraid of spiders. So, uh, well, yeah. I heard there's like tons of shit and spiders in Australia. So, that, yeah, like giant ones. Lo- lots of sharks, lots of jellyfish, lots of just everything's just jellyfish. Just, yeah, <laughs> lots of poisonous jellyfish. Like jellyfish as a sp- jellyfish spider or jellyfish? Probably. Jellyfish? I'm sure they've fused it together somehow. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know. That was a good one. But, uh, <laughs> you know, wasps, just any everything, snakes, just especially snakes. Every- everything horrible, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, so yeah. I had to grow up around that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so you just draw and that's your main way of coping it was at first yeah even as you get better at drawing it's like oh I can maybe make a living out of this <laughs> that's what I thought at first <laughs> Australia's a strange country mm. tell us ever since I was like super young like I got a a pencil that but it was two things I guess one of them was my brother my eldest brother he did this drawing of Wolverine. Wow, I'm sounding really baritone now. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's hypnotized by his own voice. I am. I don't often hear my because you know, whenever Doesn't you see, I told you, you have a voice for radio. Whenever you speak away from yourself, you're not hearing yourself. And now that I actually hear myself, this is your real voice. This is yeah. my real fucking voice, yeah, and I nice. s- I sound like a maniac. No, you no, sound very attractive. You sound like an Australian man <laughs> with like is... hair on his chest. All right, thank we you. all sound great. Even I sound great. I'm just I'm yeah. just my own. Jackie voice. sounds awesome. I'm... He doesn't usually sound like that. <laughs> no, I don't. I really don't. He's usually really nasally. It Wait, sounds terrible. Jackie, you <laughs> you sound like super smooth though. Your your voice sounds smooth. Mine is like super like vibrating. No, that's just uh, that's just the nature of the beast. I think I like you vibrate. Oh, you, right. you have a nice a vibrato. Yeah. Vibrato? That's mm-hmm. a word? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a word. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I know things. Okay, I mean, I wasn't sure. I was like, is that a word? And you're <laughs> like, yeah, that's a word. Okay, 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 okay. Anyway, anyway. Anyway, yeah. sorry, we got off track. Back on track, please. All Australian right. spiders are fucking scary, and you grew up there. Yeah. And apparently Australian spiders don't like artists, so... <laughs> this is a terrible segue. <laughs> I thought we were going to get serious here. Tell us about, you know, why Australians don't like artists. Oh, okay. Which is weird because, I mean, actually, it seems like a lot of the artists I see coming out of Australia are super duper talented and really unique, too. Like, Mm. it it seems like a lot of people in the States, they all kind of copy each other in a way that in Australia doesn't seem like that. Like, they all have their own distinct styles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, well, that's the thing because usually they're coming over here, right? No, I mean, a lot of the ones I, I know of, I've found on the internet, they still live in Australia. So Yeah, they're probably the braver ones. Oh. Uh, I think because if you live in Australia and you have talent, 
then everyone's going to put you down for some reason. It's tall poppy syndrome. That sucks. It's bullshit. Like, if you have genuine talent, no one's going to give a fuck about you. The only time they give a fuck about you is, one, if you're successful, which is really hard in Australia Hmm. because it's so remote. Yeah. And, you know, everyone's putting you the fuck down. And uh, it's exploitive as well because people barely, like, everything's really expensive there. Hmm. Everything is expensive there. Like living standards, because are, everyone is so spread apart. And, I mean, partly, partly that, but also like uh, recently, Australia has been like this, this, uh, this cloud of greed hmm. has just gripped the country. Like everyone just wants money, hmm. and you know, sounds like China, almost like China. I mean, they're trying to Australia's trying to be everything but Australia. Oh, which when I was growing up in Australia. It was actually kind of a pretty cool place. Yeah, different time. It was a different time. And when I went back to visit Brisbane a couple of years after I'd moved here, mm-hmm. it was like night and day. Everything had been overdeveloped. I'd heard rumors that the current mayor of Brisbane was taking kickbacks from developers. Mm. And that's why rent was going through the roof. Right. And a breakfast there is like $20 now. How do you afford that? Wow. That's right. And How so do people be, live? Th- this, is, this is the big thing. Unless you're a politician, a doctor, or a lawyer, I don't really see how anybody else is going to fucking live there. And they're overbuilding everything. Well, maybe you will eventually end up like a desert. I would love that. <laughs> So, to be an artist there, right? Mm-hmm. That you get paid maybe $30,000 a year. $30,000. Yeah. It's that's like, like barely a Corolla. Bas- <laughs> that's, that's, like, that's like bare minimum wage. Because, I mean, what kind of industry is there for artists? Is it mainly graphic design? It's, it's mainly advertising. Uh, oh, I see. So, it's like New York. It's, yeah, actually, yeah. It's like, it's like New York and Vancouver put together. And they, they look down on the people who draw cartoons. And yeah, I mean, like, they can't draw, but they go, oh, will you draw? Why don't you go get a real fucking job? Hmm. You know what I mean? The and way you sound, that sounds intimidating. Like, oh, if you just said that to me, like, that was me. That was every fucking day. And, like, my first job there, I got paid, like, $35,000, and they put me in the hallway. So, people are, like, walking past, you know, it was a horrible place to work. That's kind of humiliating. Yeah. Oh, totally. Because it was a 3D computer animation mm-hmm. place. They were trying to make, you know, like, the, the guy who got it running, mm-hmm. uh, he saw Toy Story and was like, oh, talking toys. That's right. that's the key to success. You know, they don't have any original ideas. It, yeah. it's, they just want to make money. Like They just want to make money. So, so they sells. see whatever America's doing. Because when Toy Story came out, it was, mm-hmm. like, it was revolutionary. Like, mm-hmm. you know, CG and everything yeah. looks great. and. Mm-hmm. And so, obviously, you know, they say, they go, oh, yeah, we do that. We'll be successful like that. That was like a 1995, right? How yeah, old yeah. were you in 1995? Or are you like, don't want to disclose it? Right? I don't think we'll disclose that right okay, now. Okay. <laughs> really? <laughs> what? You seem really young. Oh, yeah. I get that lot. You lot-time. seem young. I seem I young. Think, I think most people working in our industry is young anyway, because no, we're young in heart. No. But the thing is, I'm actually I, well, immortal. So. Right. You're a vampire. <laughs> I'm not a vampire. I'm you just, wish. <laughs> no, I am. I don't age. You are Keanu Reeves. Uh, whoa. Oh. Hang, hang yeah, on. He's his own breed. Yeah. <laughs> Keanu's his own thing, man. Yeah. That guy, he's the nicest guy in the world. Whoa. I know. Everybody that's, said that. See, that just brings me to the other point I made last podcast. Like, if you're the nicest guy in the world, you're always going to get a job. And people <laughs> yeah. really appreciate Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can't be a nice guy because I keep coughing. <laughs> Come on, man. You're sick. You got an excuse. Right. Yeah. It's the sick cast. It's, uh, it's sick with cast. the grand it's, it's cast. More like it's, the full, it's the fully sick cast. Yeah, I really yeah. wish I'm 
healthier so I can do most of the talking, but I just don't know where, when I can get another opportunity with Luke again like this with Natasha. Well, you, here, you, so. got in, you got until the end of the month, mate. <laughs> <laughs> really? Where are you going at the end of the month? Uh, I'm going to be working on some stuff I can't really discuss right now, mm. but it's oh. really exciting. I'm kind of jinxing it right now, but hopefully it's something good. So. Mm. Yay! Um, bravo, dude. Yeah, right. thank you. So let's just say Australia is kind of like China. People don't really exactly have the artist type of mentality. I'd, I'd say Australia is more like Britain or England. Oh, it's like they don't cut your slack. No, they don't. And they yeah. actually try and cut you down any yeah. chance they get. Yeah, that's so. how I was brought up, like I mentioned last time, like just constant beating down and until, oh, you still sticks. I guess you can be someone. <laughs> and else you oh, even break. then they won't, they won't do that. Really? So, yeah. That's harder than... Yeah, so so a lot of people in Australia, all the smart ones anyway, mm-hmm. they end up leaving because if you go overseas, this is the this, all right. This is the weird thing. Mm-hmm. If you and this is why this is with a lot of celebrities like Chris Hem, the Hemsworth mm-hmm. boys yeah. and uh-huh. Mel Gibson and all those mm-hmm. guys, they all have to leave Australia and they become successful overseas. And then once that happens, everyone's like, oh, they're successful. Oh, oh, come back. You know, you're amazing. (laughs) But they don't. They live in like, you know, LA or wherever or England or something like that. And they're like, no, we're never going to come back. Fuck you. Mm. I mean, we'll pretend that, you know, we're Australian, but they don't really. It's just become another layer of facade. It is. And, you know. They just use their accents for fame. Basically, um, you know, and everyone goes, oh, everyone back home is like, you know, rolls out the red carpet for them then. And, but yeah. But if you're a failure, hey, we don't want to fucking know you. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. It's Ladies and gentlemen, you'll listen to the sick cast unveil the facade. <laughs> 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 Let's see what's behind. Let's pull back the curtain. What's yeah. behind that facade? So, yeah. Did you always want to work in animation? I did. Uh, I mean, sort of. I know I always wanted to tell stories. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to draw. always wanted to tell stories. I was just obsessed like super obsessed with drawing like this. I felt like this was my one calling ages ago when I was like, you know, five or six or something. My brother, he drew a picture of Wolverine and, you know, he was probably like 15 or something at the time. And, uh, when, when he showed it to me, it's like something in my brain just went click. I was like, Oh my God, I want to do that. I want to draw like that. And then, we, like, we bought, like, you know, Super Mario World or Super Mario 2 or whatever for, like, the original Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And they had, a, like, a little, uh, um, you know, the little instruction booklet. Right, right. And They always know. make it over-render, like... Well, they didn't over-render. It was all, like, super simple. <laughs> and it was, like, it. fun little ca- cartoon drawings. Oh. Must and be I, the Japanese. Yeah, yeah, it was version. a Japanese one. Because, you know, the American one, they repackage it. They all do, like, a super airbrush drawings. And oh, yeah. Like all epic but then when you play the game it's all like two bit pixel <laughs> well that was the thing because uh like i guess because we're part of the asia pacific area we got when we tended to get a lot of stuff from uh japan japan straight. and stuff like that i mean it'd be in english but mm-hmm. it'd be sort of like the original stuff so right. we're very lucky in that way that's cool like throughout the booklet was all these little drawings of mario and peach and you know the coopers and all this other stuff and i was like oh yeah and i would copy mm-hmm. off that and then, like, uh, Ninja Turtles came out. Oh, yeah. And, like, oh, yeah. And, so good. And I got, like, you know, all the comics and I copied off of those. And then it was just from there. I just kind of built from there. And I would just copy a lot of stuff that I liked the look of. And I was just like, yeah, I want to draw like that. I want to draw like that. I want to draw like that. Until I finally started to develop a style. 
But that's like way in the past. So I can totally see that because when I was looking at all your sketchbooks and your Tumblr drawings, mm. they're very action driven. Like, yeah, there's a, definitely a lot of uh, Eastern anime type influence. Well, that's game, that, game mostly. That came that came later. Oh, it came later. Uh, mm. Strangely, yeah, I went on the strange artistic journey, man. It was so weird because like I did that. And then when I went to the library, like there were all these copies of Tintin mm-hmm. and Asterix. Oh, I love Tintin. Oh. I have those books. And so I would start copying <clears throat> off those. So I also got a lot of European comics influence. Mm-hmm. And there was like a brief time where I was just like, you know, like, fuck Japanese anime. Fuck mm-hmm. it. It's, it's, it all looks the you same. The- <laughs> I think everybody goes through. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's all, it's all the same. It's all stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, only European and American comics are the best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I had I went through the same similar phase like yeah. European so much the line just so much more confident oh yeah totally you know, they, they're mm-hmm. just so bold and yeah I mean nice. but the other thing was like they have like how many thousands of years of history mm-hmm. to draw upon you know I mean, especially the French like yeah. you know they got so much culture oh my god the French yeah um, ah the French ah the French <laughs> oh the French <laughs> but uh <Mais> oui. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and here I am, you know, some kid out in the sticks of Australia who's had, like, you know, a country with, like, 200 years of mm-hmm. of culture, of mm-hmm. just people killing Aboriginals. Right. And that's it. And they've got, like, thousands of years of that mm-hmm. shit. So, I guess I was kind of, like, trying to appropriate that mm-hmm. as well. And then eventually, I started to, you know, see the merits of, uh, you, know, you know, the actual, like, technical... Prowess. Prowess of, like, some of the Japanese comics. Because, like, some of the stuff they do is, like, really fucking insane. And it's, like... Yeah. It's really tight. Like, like, like some guys, like, one, some certain guys, it's, like, they're way better than, say, Jim Lee and J. Scott Campbell mm-hmm. or any of those guys put together. It's, like, they're so the technical ability of some of that stuff is just, like, mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. It's, like, I could never reach... That level. That level. I, it's like I'd have to lock myself away. It's like a machine. Mm. It is. No, it's completely astounding. Yeah. And like, I don't want to lock myself away in a room mm-hmm. to get to that because I've done that. <laughs> and that's why I'm here today. I, you know, I want to go out and live my life. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like those guys, they, they do that. They barely leave the studios and yeah. they sleep there. And, and that shows. I uh, certainly felt that way. And then there's different type of beast, which is... The drawing itself doesn't look like much. Mm. It looks very effortless. But when you try to draw oh, it, yeah. you can never do it. It's like, yeah. like how do you do that? Like, Natasha's drawing is kind of like that. Just all uh, the yeah. work. It's just what? so easy and light and just boop, boop, yeah, boop, they make it comes it, out. They make it look so easy. They make it look easy. Uh, yeah, you made it look easy. You made it easy. Jackie, you're embarrassing me. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Oh, she's blushing now. Oh. Look at that. But honestly, I, I was trying to <laughs> decipher Natasha's skills for years. Really? I was trying to figure out how Not she... Not years. Maybe month. A month. A month, one yeah. month. <laughs> I just can't figure out. I think she probably built some very cool muscle loops. Just allow her Jackie, to Jackie, you love a... flattering me. Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't really trying to flatter you. Uh, should well, I, should I, just, I, should I, I feel I book, the same way about your words. Should I book so. the hotel room now? No. <laughs> No, no, that's, that's you're funny. right. Yeah. I can just call him out right that's now. Tomorrow. Oh, that's tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Right. Tomorrow. Tomorrow's another day. Oh. Tomorrow's. Uh, anyway, Luke, you yes. also make it look effortless. I mean, oh, thank you. Your, your work is astounding. What are you drawing your inspiration from as far as your color uh, work? I'm going to say. It's pretty bold. I'm going to say Ashley Wood. Mm. Oh man, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Ashley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you got you got a lot of his stuff. Oh like, yeah, I actually okay. spent way too much money on Ashley Woods. I mean, I'd love to buy. <laughs> I'd love to buy that stuff, but that's just like more stuff that I'm gonna have, and I, I I'm trying to cut down on stuff. Yeah, Jackie. Like, Ashley Wood. Uh, now you mentioned it, definitely has that vibe. Well, what I what I liked about Ashley Wood 
like he does all the stuff with oils his uh, painting stuff his painting stuff but it's it's like he does oils on like wood mm-hmm. uh, so ashley wood ashley no well you know he does it on various surfaces hey yo hey yo <laughs> he does it on various surfaces but the thing that really drove me to his stuff was like just have this texture to it mm-hmm. yeah sometimes he will use like a screen tone on newspaper and yeah sometimes the paint just drips down yeah and exactly and sometimes thing. he layers that paint on so thick and you can actually see mm-hmm. uh, it's almost become a sculpture in a, way. in a way yeah and i just loved when i saw that like my it blew my mind mm-hmm. uh you don't have to draw inside the box that's the thing and he's from he lives in australia He's won the Australian lottery. Like he, he, did. he can just do a painting and it'll sell for thousands. Yeah. And and he just does it out of his Perth studio. So he was like huge inspiration in regards yeah. to my in the colorwork. Once again, I was just copying all of his stuff and trying and trying to replicate that in mm-hmm. like Photoshop. Maybe one day I can interview him just to see how he think of his own work. Like, mm. Is he tired of his skills? Does he want to do something completely different? Well, I mean, he's doing the toys now, right? <laughs> yeah, it? that's like a collaboration with the, the Chinese sculptors. And yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true, yeah. <laughs> it's really amazing how they, how they simplify the shape. It's almost like a, a Disney way of straight versus curve, but in a much more like a sexy way. Mm. You could almost say it's almost, it's almost like uh, you know Bruce Tim or those guys. Yeah. Mm. It's like a shameless version of Disney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a more, mm. more s- sculptural way of... Yeah. It's like oh Disney, we, yeah. It, it's like I I appreciate beauty. I admire the work of straight versus curve simplification, but I'm not afraid of vagina. Oh, true. <laughs> well, yeah, he does do do a lot of those Don't paintings. Don't well. yes. No, I mean vaginas are pretty cool. Well, yeah, we we all come from it. And true, so. and they're really tough. They're pretty cool. They take a pounding. Yeah, mm-hmm. really take a pounding. Yeah. Besides. Working on being puppy cat. What other projects have you worked on? Uh, I just uh, finished up on Gravity Falls season two. That's a big show. That that is a huge. Has a huge fan base. Has a huge fan base. It's a huge show. What's it like working on such a gigantic show? Very tough. The hours or the just the exchange of critique and the the hours and the. Well, I guess I kind of made it tough for myself because I wanted to do my best work for that. Oh, of course. Because, you know, season two, you got to like... Yeah, you got to level up. You got to level up. Mm -hmm. Season uh, one is pretty good already. Oh, yeah. Where are you going to go? Exactly. Season one's pretty awesome. I mean, yeah, exactly. You think, where can it go? But it goes to new places. And I think, I don't know when this is going to air, but when the remaining episodes air, I think a lot of people are just going to... They're going to have an amazing time and a lot of fun. It's all for the audience, isn't it? It is. And, you know, you can definitely see that. Like, Alex 100% mm-hmm. loves all of his fans. Mm-hmm. He's probably, like, the best showrunner I've ever worked for. Mm. He's very young, wow. too. Very he is. Terrific. But also, he he works, he's the, he works so hard. He's the hardest working showrunner I've ever seen. Mm. I've worked with some guys where they're just, like, come in, you know, shout a couple of orders and then mm. just walk the fuck out. Right. And then everyone's just there going, oh, what do we do? Mm-hmm. But he's like, you know, he 100%... He's actually hands-on. He 100% cares about mm. this show because in a way, it's it's his story. I mean, he, you can tell. He, him and his sister's story. Yeah, this time it's personal. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the thing a lot of people don't understand like when they say, I want my own show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like they say that, but they don't understand... Like how much work goes into it. Like, yeah, all the stuff that goes on into it. And in a way... In a way, you ha- kind of have to trick yourself to believe you can do it. 
No, no. Without tr- knowing the fact that there's a lot of work. No, no. The trick is, and it's not a trick. Mm. You have to do this 100%. If you want your own show mm. and you want it to, I guess, succeed. And be ro- a showrunner, we're talking about. Ro- yeah, to be a showrunner. Uh, Rob Ronzetti, uh, he works on the show as well. Mm-hmm. He, he, you know, there's an actual quote, a really better quote. I'm going to paraphrase the quote. But he ba- basically, Rob Ronzetti said, if you want your own show, you got to be in love with mm-hmm. this show mm-hmm. that you're making. You can't just be giving them something that you don't care about. Right. Like you have to, every day you have to live it, you have to breathe it. You know, when you go home and sleep, you, you know, yeah. are, you, are you prepared to you drink? You have to create a euphoria. Not a euphoria, but you have to be prepared to like have it be a part of every part mm-hmm. of your everyday life. Like, it's like your kids. It's like your baby. Kind of, yeah. It's like you're raising this child yeah. in a way. Um, it's like your mm-hmm. whole world. And yeah, you just have to be 100% w- behind this mm-hmm. idea that you're pitching and that and you're hoping... And will come out and graduate and then... Yeah, will, well, eventually, yeah, that's how it's supposed to yeah, work. Yeah, then it leaves and it never comes back. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, usually that's a good and sign, then, right? Just bring it to the society. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but no, but then one day they come back and they change your diapers for you. Right? Yeah. <laughs> then you become grandparents. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> make another one. That's exactly right. <laughs> get out of show. So this is what I think about it. Because uh, when I was younger, I was a complete whack job. <laughs> but I made some of my best stuff. I guess that's the trade-off. Because mm. now that, you know, I'm out and I've got a life and I've got a social life, I don't really get as many of the ideas as I used to or mm. inspiration. Because I know some other people who are really amazing artists who come up with amazing stuff who have great lives. I think to suffer for your art is a bit of a myth. Hmm. personally I mean you know you should be doing art because it's what you enjoy doing yeah you know yes. I mean you, you know you shouldn't like throw everything else out just to make room for this thing you know one informs the other and vice versa hmm. ladies and gentlemen you listen to the pain cast <laughs> <laughs> talk about suffering and art and pain the suffer cast <laughs> but no cast. but it's an interest oh, it's an interesting topic because I made Bikini Cowboy mm-hmm when I was had just lost my job working in video games, in like 2008, I was like, I got to do this thing. It's been eating up inside me. It's been bouncing around my brain for years. And I did it. Mm-hmm. And when people read it, they loved it. Yes. And I look at it now and I'm like, there's no fucking way I could do anything that original anymore. Oh, man. <laughs> it's like, I was like on a different plane back then. You're a different person. I'm a different person now. Every seven years, you become a different person. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, so... I guess I've seen both sides of the coin, mm. and I can kind of understand. Mm. What kind of person are you now? What's your next <laughs> mission? My next mission? Mm-hmm. I'm just enjoying life, man. Just trying to enjoy life. Yay. <laughs> Take it in by <laughs> That's day. That's what it's all about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd love to do more comics. That'd mm. be great. I haven't done one in ages. I'd love to make a short film again. That'd be nice. Just animate it. That'd take longer, though. Oh, yeah. Animation films? Oof. <laughs> But you know, I just want to like. I'd like to make to make something for myself. Just, yeah. just no one messing with it or anything like that. Or adding notes. Mm-hmm. But you know, I gotta eat. Mm. Gotta pay rent. Yeah, that's, that's all problem. I need to find my patron. Yeah, Patreon. <laughs> Patreon. 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 So I will be the patron. Right? How does that even work? Yeah. I guess you just find some rich cousins or someone. Like, hey, la- love my work. Give me some money. Yeah. I know it's it is kind of sad. Yes, but that's how you used to work, right? That's kinda, that's what I heard like from another friend of mine saying, uh, if you want to make it as a fine artist, mm. you just got to stick with it until you're forty. 
because after you hit 40, all your friends will be at their 40s. Hopefully, they will have a better job. So they have, so <laughs> That's a terrible so idea. Your hard work. That is horrible. <laughs> So just, you know, keep, keep your friends close. Yeah, that's almost as bad as trying to win the lottery. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean... Uh, well, I'm sure that's just a joke. They, yeah, they yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that lull of the conversation. Oh, oh yeah. How do your parents think of your art? Honestly, I don't think they know what the fuck I do. Yeah, they don't. Really? They've never seen your work before? I mean, like... They've seen some of my older work, but I'm like the black sheep of the family because mm-hmm. my oldest brother is a doctor. My second oldest brother is a software engineer and my mm. youngest sister is a sound engineer. Mm. And what, what the fuck am I? I'm just some <laughs> guy. I'm Joe Scribbles. You are the most interesting. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so in their eyes, I'm like, I'm like, a f- well, not a failure, but they always compare you. Well, I'm I'm not the favorite, even though, you know, I'm doing this work and I'm earning this money and I've paid off my car in three months, mm-hmm. which I could never fucking do in Australia. Mm-hmm. Never, never in a million years doing what I do now. Mm-hmm. Even though I've done all that, they're all like, well, you know, you're not a doctor. You're not a, you're not a software engineer like your brothers. You know what yeah. I mean? Wow. It's like, this is what I wanted to do. Yeah. You should just tell them. That's what I tell my parents most times. Like, I'm really happy. I'm the happiest person out of all my cousins. But there were a lot of times where I... can't just be happy for my Mm. happiness. There were a lot of times back in Australia where I wasn't happy. Hmm. And it's like... Because the beefy dudes? No, no, because... (laughs) They come back to you. Oh, because I'm I'm in the hallway. Mm -hmm. Because these people put me in the hallway. Like, well, he draws. He doesn't need a proper desk. Just put him in the hallway. You know what I mean? That really sucks. Yeah. It's, hey, it, that's why you're here. With that's that's exactly why I'm here. Mm. The financial 2008 happened. Mm-hmm. And all the studios in Australia went belly up because they rely on US contracts right. for money to employ people. Mm-hmm. So in Australia, the whole market was flooded with all these highly skilled unemployed people, like so many. Right. And... Uh, uh, long story short about that, that's like a whole other story in my whole journey of like trying to find work and Austra- mm-hmm. extra work in Australia after the financial collapse. Um, long story short was like I left my car there, bought a $600 ticket over here, had like a couple of thousand bucks, maybe 1,000 bucks. I can't remember the specific amount, but a small amount of money in my back pocket and just like two suitcases and that was it. And uh, thankfully, I had made a lot of contacts online mm-hmm. that we're now working over here. Mm-hmm. I hooked up with them, met them, finally got to meet them because I'd only known them online yeah. for ages. But they're like a kindred spirit. Because and they were they in a way. the same thing. They but, have the same passion and love. But it was really funny because like back in 2000, there was this online forum called The Drawing Board. Mm. Do you know what it is? Is that the one you can share drawings online and then you can draw together? No, 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 no. no this is different. It was, like, it was like a forum where you just posted drawings. Oh, okay. So it's like yeah. deviant art, but... Before. It was before DeviantArt. It was before yeah. all of that. Um, Shane Glines had actually started it up mm. as a way to connect with us all around yeah. the world. Mm-hmm. And so it was this mix of all these like students and amateurs and professionals, mm-hmm. and and you know we didn't care who we what? who yeah. who was what or doing what. We were just there to just look at each other's cool art, do cool drawings, and just mm-hmm. critique stuff and try and get better. And it was through that site that I met all these people online, and I guess I kind of known them. 
up until like 2009, 2010. So then when I finally came over here, I was like, oh, I know that person. I know that person. I know that person. Mm -hmm. So through some twist of fate, I'd like set up all these connections. Yeah. You know, 10 years prior. It's like a menial <laughs> pen pals. Exactly. And, and they, they're all really great, uh, really helpful. And I probably wouldn't have uh, made it out here if it mm -hmm. hadn't been for them. I guess deep down we relate. Yeah. So we're like brothers and sisters from different neighborhood. Yeah. And well, they're also brothers and sisters with jobs in the industry, right? Yeah, so that's really true. They take care of, of each other. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah. But that was like a tough six months. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. Because well, I guess most of us know it's very tough to be an artist grow up because our parents oh, yeah. don't understand us. and Parents never understand. Yeah. They just understand. Look, I created the kids. Yeah. And that's, that's the creation. Oh, look what they can do. They can they, draw something. Yeah. yeah. I what? hope they can make money that way. Our creation <laughs> can create? That's yeah. like a double creation. <laughs> I don't get it's it. It's like a double rainbow. Yeah. yeah. It's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think they, they really get it until you actually start succeeding and start. Mm -hmm. But I, I'm actually succeeding now. And they don't. I don't think they still don't get but, it. But but I, really? I don't know. They truly understand your art. They they will understand no, 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 you they succeed. Never they understand your struggle and understand you get something out of it. But to make them truly appreciate what you have been through, I almost felt like that's a myth. It's like because you were brought up in a different generation from your parents, so you yeah. you're taking in different elements from the world and mm -hmm. then you're putting it out there. The things you are interested in and related to like Super Mario's is not the same as their generations. Mm -hmm. So in, in a way, if you want them to relate, you have to use their voice, mm -hmm. and which is almost nearly impossible if they're not yeah. intellectual or if they're not trained because they're not professional parents. They're just a bunch of amateurs freestyling. Nobody's a professional parent. Well, they actually well, have English nannies, right? Oh, yeah, they actually have well, like parenting classes somewhere. Ahead, and But yeah. not enough people take it. Hmm. Even then, I, I don't, I don't know, because you can take a drawing class, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you'll learn how to draw. True, but at least it gives you the tools to like start set you on a path. Mm. You know what I mean? True. Yeah. Hmm. Do you have yes. any like future plans for comic books that you want to be working on? I mean, I know everybody out there wants me to do Bikini Cowboy too. Whoop whoop! <laughs> this time it's personal. <laughs> I thought the other time was personal. Every time's personal. It's Jackie. always personal. It's always <laughs> fucking personal, right? <laughs> Right. Yeah, that's what everybody on 4chan's been saying. Yeah, 4chan? Yeah. 4chan's been really good to me. Hmm. They've been really nice, very supportive. Hmm. Uh, that's the first time I heard 4chan being supportive to certain I know. Yeah, it's a, yeah. like artists. It's like a, very anonymous. And I mean, it is, and sometimes there is some vitriol on there, but for the most part, they're pretty good people. Hmm. Um, you know, they just appreciate the art for what it is. And you'll get the occasional person who's like, this is bullshit. But then someone like, comes in and says like, <laughs> no, 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 you don't know anything. You know what I mean? Like, you just got to look at it this way. Hmm. But yeah, there's a lot of really cool people on there. And, you know, they've all just, they all just keep talking about Bikini Cowboy Volume 1, which I appreciate because mm -hmm. it means it's still kind of keeping it alive. Yeah. Um, That's really cool. Yeah. You're going to be, you are immortal. You were totally. No, I don't know if I, I I'll <laughs> never be immortal. That's why you do art, right? You want to leave something behind your thoughts and ideas. Mm, in a way. You, you I just like, I just like making things, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Enjoy the process. I do a bit. And yeah. I just like, I like the, like when I self-published the book and then later on people would uh, come back and they'd just be like, man, I read your book. It was amazing. It blew my mind. I read it in one sitting. It was mm. amazing. Like, just the fact that they got something out of it. Yeah. And it, in a way, we kind of like, 
we've kind of connected in a strange yeah. way, you know what I mean? Even though, like, you know, they've picked picked up a book in a store, like, so many millions of kilometers away from me, mm-hmm. and and they've made this, and yeah. it's affected them in this way, yeah. you know what I mean? That's yeah. that's the payoff for me. Yeah. Anyway, actually, I didn't really draw the connection between the bikini cowboy author versus the drink and draw. Friend. Yeah. Because I thought you were just another uh, studio artist who... Like visiting America and do work here, mm. like exchange program or something. Yeah. I don't know. I get that a lot. <laughs> and then they're like, "Oh, you live here? What? what? <laughs> How are you doing this? How does it work? <laughs> <laughs> well, you got on a plane. That's almost hey. like a Scooby Doo voice. I can't wait. No, but that's cover. that's yeah. that's kind of intentional because like Alex's girlfriend Manzi had the same reaction as well. Yeah. He told me, and then I was like, "Wow, you you got a hidden talent, kids. You got good." Uh, well, that <laughs> but that's that's always that's always that's been my life, man. Mm-hmm. Like people look at me and they think, "Ugh, who's this yeah. guy?" Whatever. They do. Yeah, yeah, like the like people like you know judge me like straight off the bat. But I judge you in a good way. I was like, Yo. "Oh yeah," but you know they don't. Th- think much of me is i guess i don't look like much but Dude, you are handsome <laughs> thank you you're pretty handsome <laughs> and you've got a nice accent too. but they just they're just like oh well you know like who is this guy and i guess kind of in a way that's intentional because like i guess i don't like fame as it is known traditionally like mm. i guess i just want to be known for my work maybe that's why you create this persona yeah that's part of it because if I have a bad day, because I know a lot of celebrities, they might have a bad day one day, and a fan will come up to them not knowing they've just had a bad day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, can you sign this? And they're like, like off. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> you know, for whatever reason, like maybe their dog died or they're just having a shitty day, man. Mm-hmm. And they just go, no, I can't. I'm not. I don't want to fucking do this. Yeah. You know, stop bothering me. And then, and then the fan walks away going, oh, man. You know, like, like this, this idea of this hero to them has yeah. been like destroyed because someone's just had a bad day and I don't want that to happen to, if I have fans, I don't want that to happen. Yeah. What do you think, Natasha? Don't you agree? Like, yeah. What's your thought? When you're doing the art, you're kind of building your own facade as a character in a public space. And yeah. Somehow you have to feed to that ego and mm. to maintain your public image to your fans. I guess if, if you're sharing your work publicly... Yeah, but if you're making your work for yourself and you're not sharing it, then you probably just keep making the same stuff over and over yeah. again. We're Gramcast artists. We share all the time. Yeah, that's true. We usually end with the question, do you regret like working or trying to work as a professional artist? Um, hmm. And if you do, how do you cope? Do you have coping mechanisms? <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, do you regret anything? I mean, you've chosen this path in your life. A lot of people think that working as an artist is really, really special. You know? It is. It is. What we, do you we, we draw for a living. That's like, there's nothing else quite like it. It is pretty magical. Yeah. I don't know if it's magical, but it is special. I think it's magical. Oh, I think uh, it beats those beefy dudes. <laughs> yeah, stupid beefy dudes. <laughs> I've turned this question over in my head a lot, and especially after what I've just been through. That's a fucking tough one. Do I regret? (laughs) (laughs) It's like all the questions you asked me. Do you regret regret me asking this question? No. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I guess I measure it up in like I'm able to make a living doing it. Mm-hmm. So I guess I don't regret it because I'm getting paid to do what I love. But at the same time, like you kind of, it's a grind, man. It is. It is a grind. So I guess I'm of two minds of it. I'm going to say I don't regret it, but there are definitely some aspects that I do wish were not there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we'll make it better for the future. Uh, just um, better pipelines, work yeah. pipelines, mm-hmm. uh, less hours, obviously. Like, I, oh, all right, less less overtime, less crunch. Mm-hmm. Like, Even like quality human. Actually, I forget what the word is, but in Denmark, they have like, the happiest workers in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's because they don't work them to death. And they invented <laughs> Lego. And they invented Lego. But no, it's a real thing. It's yeah. like, and some, there's stories of some of Americans who, who've gone to Denmark and worked there and they've worked their butts off thinking, yeah, you know, I'm going to impress everyone. Mm-hmm. And then they get called into the boss's office mm-hmm. and the boss goes, why are you working so much? Is there something mm-hmm. we can do to help yeah. you? And they're just sitting there going, what? I, 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 I was just trying to be a good employee. He's like, no, 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 no you, you're working too much. You know, it's, mm-hmm. you're going you're gonna to hurt yourself. Stop doing that. And that's something I think that they could employ over here yeah. very much. I think that would really increase the just the healthy Yeah, process. like they should definitely have some like mandatory break. I think in general that's it shouldn't be a enforced rule. It should be like a more of a deeper realization of you don't have to constantly prove to the world you're yeah. not a hack. Yeah. You're okay. We're all okay. <laughs> we don't doesn't, have- doesn't that feel like like the Always the question, though, am I a hack? You know? Yeah, I guess so. But I, 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 I ask just, myself that every day. Yeah, I just have to truly realize this. Okay, I'm really sick today. I can take a break. I don't have to go to work tomorrow. And I shouldn't be afraid to make people think, oh, without Jackie, with Jackie, it's the same. It doesn't really affect me. I know. Yeah, that's a real that's a real fear. Like, mm-hmm. or a real phobia, I guess. Yeah. That's, that's definitely legit. And I mean, even though we've been we've been working for so long as artists, it's funny because like we still ask ourselves that question: Am I a hack? Am I a hack? I it's actually like, don't ask years. myself that question anymore. If I ever a hack, I will be like Keanu Reeves from that movie. <laughs> oh, John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking anyway, about. Anyway, just be nice. <laughs> be nice. Just Always get a job. Ah, ah I see. Okay. I see. So, I know, but when you get the job, then you never, like, question your skills like, or anything. Whoa, I know Kung Fu. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. 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 I can do this. Well, on that note. I'm not yeah. a hack. Um, on that note, um, thank you. So that's part one, right? <laughs> yes, yes, that's sure. part one of the, the of the Of the multi-part interview. <laughs> yeah, two Potter, three yeah. Potter. 50 Potter. Harry Potter. Uh, the Harry Potter with Fresher Luke. Yeah. yeah. An amazing artist who's worked well, in multiple a- productions yeah. in the animation yeah. industry. Thank you so much for being our guest tonight. Thank you for inviting me. You guys are the best. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. It um, really has. <laughs> see you next time. <laughs> this has been the Groundcast with it- Fresher Luke. And Osuamali. And Hollow Kite. <laughs> good night to all you kids out there in podcast land. Ooh. Good night. <laughs>